guys, welcome to this week's episode of What the Actual F. Feels like I was just here yesterday. <laughs> Don't worry, you're not obligated to laugh at my jokes. But it'd be super cool if you did. I'll just never know. Recently, I was looking into a few cases and something caught my attention. I have three different cases that I've put together for you guys. I'm not sharing all three today, but I thought it was just rather odd that they all came from the same town. And that town actually is in my favorite state in this country, which would be Colorado. I've never even been to Colorado. I just, it's my favorite because of the beauty that I've seen. And I mean, <laughs> marijuana. Although I've never gone to Colorado, I do plan on going in the near future. Hopefully this year. Nope, I'm sorry. I am going to Colorado this year. It's called manifesting. Look it up. <laughs> I'm in rare form today, guys, if you have not caught on. Which is always weird to me when I'm in this, like, giddy, happy mood, and then I'm gonna tell you about murder. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I'm weird. I get it. But would you rather me tell you about murder in a bouncy, happy mood, or all sad and depressed, like this is a tale of murder? <laughs> Doubtful. However, today, the story I have for you is really twisted. In fact, it's a twisted love triangle. But I also don't really know what people who, like, get into these bizarre affairs expect to happen in the end. I doubt the outcome they believe is murder. I mean, I'm pretty sure that at least one of the people has no idea that they're even in this love triangle. And then, like, the mistress or the... the mister? the guy whoever is the 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 person coming into the relationship that's like being cheated with you know what i'm you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying the outsider of the couple you know yeah that one i'm sure they're just hoping for the best they're like oh my god this person is going to leave their partner for me <laughs> cuz that's always the way you want to start a relationship yeah totally i don't know about you but cheating in the beginning with anybody at all always is the best foundation for any relationship. No, it's not. As someone who just left a relationship with somebody who did in fact cheat on me in the very beginning and has cheated in his past, I'm gonna let you know. Being in a relationship with someone who is okay with cheating is only going to end badly and often for you. I love you, Pookie, and I don't wanna see you get hurt. Or, like what happened in our tale today, end up dead. Because Shauna Nelson from Greeley, Colorado, shot her lover's wife in the head. And then she tried to pin it on him. Oh, this story is fucked up. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, my name is Harmony, and it's time to begin. <laughs> What is the address of your emergency? Oh my gosh! Is that a city? Just tell me what is going on. Do you know who it was that was The story of Shauna Bunce in the beginning is absolutely heartbreaking. 
Shauna was born Shauna Bunce in 1973 and raised in Greeley, Colorado. Her mother, however, said that she couldn't take care of a child. So she gave Shauna to her sister to raise, to which her grandparents ended up adopting her. The family kept this all a secret until she graduated from high school in 1990. When they did finally tell her, as you can imagine, Shauna was devastated. And no, it wasn't because of the fact that her mother gave her to her sister and was like, hey, can you raise her? And then the whole thing. No, it was that they all kept this secret from her. They lied for as long as they did. You would think sometime before she graduated high school, they could just find a moment to talk to her about it. I know everybody handles things differently, but I kind of agree with Shauna here. I'm sorry, but when you lie to somebody that long, mm, it's pretty fucked up. Especially about something like that. Now, just because I give Shauna a point doesn't mean that she has any brownie points in her favor because she's still pretty fucked up. Which brings us to the real beginning of our story. In 1992, Shauna began working as a 911 dispatcher in Well County, Colorado. This is located just northeast of Denver. There, she met Sheriff's Deputy Ken Nelson. They started dating in 1995, and by the year 96, they were married with kids on the way. That's right, shortly after the two got married, they started having kids and would go on to have two children. Shauna, now a happy mother of two, enjoying her job as a 911 dispatcher, and really just enjoying the excitement of her work and going out with her friends that she had made on the job. One was a very close friend that she had made by the name of Michelle. Michelle Moore and Shauna Nelson had become so close. Michelle would babysit the Nelson's kids and Shauna and Michelle would go out for drinks with all of their co-workers around the county and emergency services community as well. They had sort of just kind of become this huge cohesive group that would just hit up the town and enjoy everything about everything together. Then, in 2004, Weld County would go on to consolidate its 911 operations with the town of Greeley, Colorado. Soon, Shauna would meet an outgoing detective with the Greeley Police Department by the name of Ignacio Garris. Sorry, that's Ignacio for those of you who didn't catch on. <laughs> My bad. Surprisingly, though, his friends did call him Ignacio. I'm just kidding. They called him Ig. Ignacio went on in an interview to say that Shauna and him just sort of like kept running into each other around town and they would talk about their issues and their problems and their marriages and like how she complained about her husband and uh he said that he was having some problems with his wife Heather and they started to confide in one another and then next thing you know one night the two just slipped and fell into some sexual intimate act you know <laughs> these things just happen or they don't if you just don't cheat you know you don't confide in uh somebody about problems you're having in your marriage or with your partner you talk to your partner or you talk to somebody that's not gonna try to put your dick in near around their mouth sorry can you tell that i'm not a fan of cheating <laughs> been cheating on a time or two and it fucking blows so this affair soon became not a very big secret in fact, it was really just like an open secret amongst all of the co-workers. Then, in 2005, somebody caught on. 
That was Ken, and he issued for divorce against Shauna. Shauna and the kids moved into an apartment, and her free time was now spent with her best friend and, of course, Ignacio. I'm sorry, guys, Ignacio. Can't help it. Nacho Libre is freaking hilarious, and I just, I can't hear the name Ignacio without thinking that. Now, just because Shauna was now a free agent and could actually openly date Ignacio doesn't mean that Ignacio was going to leave his wife. Because he had no plans on doing so, and he wanted to still be with Shauna, but you know, they just had to keep it a shh secret. From the outside, he appeared to be very loving and a very doting husband. He would bring his wife flowers to work, take her out at night, sometimes, because there were most nights he was just meeting up with Shauna for sex. Yeah, it's men like that that give other men bad names. But there's also women that do it too, like Shauna. Hmm. Man, if these two hadn't have done this, we wouldn't be here, would we? Sometimes it really pays to keep your hands to yourself. And your downstairs mixed up. Maybe leave that in your pants too. Shannon Nelson was a dispatcher with the Greeley Police Department. I had worked several years uh, with her as my dispatcher, as a street officer. She was an excellent dispatcher. Shauna Nelson's husband, Ken Nelson, worked for the Sheriff's Department. Shauna Nelson was known within the department as being someone who had extramarital affairs and most notoriously was that with Ed Garris, a police officer uh, with the Greeley Police Department. Ed Garris was married to Heather Garris. She worked as a manager within the uh, credit union. The two of them had an eight-year-old daughter, Victoria. We are now smack dab in July of 2005. Just about everybody at this point knew that Shauna and Ig were a couple and that, you know, things were really happening between them. I except for Ignacio's, you know, <laughs> wife. At this same time, Shauna got pregnant with Ignacio's baby. Right away, he was like, uh, do you think you can get an abortion? Because I don't want this kid. Shauna absolutely refused. And she then went back to her ex-husband, Ken Nelson. She tried to reconcile with him. And you know what? Ken agreed to give their marriage a second chance. And he even told Shauna that he was willing to adopt Ignacio's child as his own. That is a seriously, like, respectable human right there to be like, listen, you cheated on me in our marriage. And then after we ended, you were still with that person. And oh my God, now you're coming back to me and you're pregnant by that person. But you know what? I'm willing to let bygones be bygones. In fact, I'm willing to adopt that child and raise it as my own with you as a family because I love you. And of course, Shauna was like, oh my God, this is the best news I've ever heard. I'm so sorry, let's, let's do this. And that is the end of the story. Hi, tricked you guys, it's amazing, right? Is what I wish I was saying, but I'm not. Cause Shauna Nelson cannot be happy. Because even with all of that, it wasn't enough. In March of 2006, Shauna gave birth to a little boy by the name of Christian. Immediately, Ignacio relinquished all of his parental rights at a court hearing that December. This should also have been enough for Shauna to be like, I don't think he wants me and I don't think he wants this child. The signs are pretty clear. But if you ask Shauna, oh no, that was a mixed signal. He's totally in love with her. Heather's just in his way. And she was about to prove it. 
Heather Garris was the one true innocent party uh, in this case. She was well-respected at the credit union where she worked. Her friends speak highly of her, uh, affectionately of her. She was oblivious or for a long period of time as to the relationship between Ignacio, her husband, and Shauna Nelson, when most folks around her seemed to know what was going on. Just after uh, six o'clock, uh, about 6.14, Heather Garris and her coworkers are, are leaving work for the night. A group of us were leaving the credit union. As we got closer to the parking lot, I saw someone dressed in all black, in the black robe, black mask. The person pointed out Heather, it was really, it was you, you, get down, you ruined my life. The person yelled that. And then two shots were fired. Then the person took off running down the alley. On the evening of January 23rd, 2007, Heather Garris was leaving her job at the Colorado State Employees Credit Union. She worked here as a supervisor, and as she entered the parking lot, she was talking to some co-workers when a figure appeared out of nowhere in what looked like a Grim Reaper mask and a black robe. This foreboding figure comes out of the darkness and it's holding a gun. I don't think any of us would have been like, uh, do you wanna play some hopscotch? We'd probably be shitting our pants. This person holding the gun told Heather to get down on her knees. Her co-workers quickly ran to the side as they were told to get down and away. This didn't involve them. Whoever this person was only wanted Heather. This foreboding, terrifying figure stood over Heather holding a gun. They said, you've ruined my life and then proceeded to shoot Heather twice in the head. Within 30 minutes of this, Heather would die from the wounds. She was just 37 years old and left behind a nine-year-old daughter. Ooh, that sent a chill down my spine because I'm gonna be 37 this year and my son is gonna be nine. I don't like that. Hey, future anyone in my life, if I should ever date somebody and I am unknowing that they are in any sort of relationship, Please don't kill me. You can have him. I do not want him. If you are ever somebody that finds yourself dating anyone that I may be, hey, don't even think I'm going to get mad at you. You let me know and I'm going to say, he's all yours, baby girl. You can have him. And I mean that nicely because if anybody wants to cheat on me again, goodbye. If you don't want me, then I don't want you because one thing about me that you'll learn is I'm all about reciprocation. And the most unattractive thing that anyone could ever do to me is not choose me. If you choose somebody else and you already have me, bye-bye, buddy. I don't want you and I never will again. And hey, you can just ask my ex all about that. However, whoever this was was extremely mad at Heather, enough that they felt the need to kill them. According to some sources, one of Heather's co-workers had actually let her know just shortly before her murder that Ignacio was having an affair. After having a brief heart-to-heart, -heart, they agreed and they actually tried to make their marriage work. Ignacio apparently did let her know that, yeah, he had been unfaithful, but don't worry, it would never happen again. Hey, side note, one more time. If someone ever cheats on you and they say, hey, please forgive me, you can forgive them, but maybe don't stay with them. What you accept and allow people to do to you basically tells them, this is fine, it's okay. You can forgive somebody, 
but you don't need to remain with them because at that point you are telling them, I accept this kind of treatment. And sweetie, baby, doll, let me tell you, nobody deserves that. If your partner doesn't actively choose you and chooses somebody else, get the fuck away from them. You deserve someone, sweetie, that would never even think twice to have you instead of anyone else. That's enough inspirational words with Harmony today. What do you think? We should get back to the, uh, the murder that we're talking about. Now, according to more sources, when they had this heart-to-heart, -heart, Ignacio actually called Heather right in front of his wife and broke everything off, letting her know that they would never, ever, ever get back together. We are never, ever, ever getting back together. Stupid, catchy fucking Taylor Swift music. Maybe I should have done it more in like this screamer. Police immediately rushed to the scene after receiving the 911 call saying that a police officer's wife had been shot. When they arrived, witnesses said that they knew exactly who had killed Heather. 911, what is the emergency? Oh my god! What is going on? Where is the person that was shot? Get on the ground! Is it male or female? Female! Is it a girl? Is it the cop? You know who it was that was there? That's stupid. Okay, we got Right off the bat, they were telling the police, well, we know exactly who this was. This is Shauna Nelson. Right? Those co-workers who knew Shauna Nelson and knew that Shauna had an ongoing affair with Heather's husband, though they could not see the face, they all pretty much in unison believed it was Shauna Nelson. Listen, I know breakups are tough. I think we can all agree, they fucking suck. Even if they have to happen, it's still kind of like a, oh, God, that hurts right in the fucking chest. And Shauna was hurting bad, but she was not crying about it. She was gonna get even. She was pissed. Shortly after Ignacio broke up with her, she literally kind of lost it. She started sending him very threatening messages. You broke my fucking heart. You better be prepared. Was just one of many. She also left very threatening voicemails for Heather, and her co-workers said that Heather was like, I'm not really that worried about it. I don't even really know who she is. She knew who she was in a sense, but she really just knew that like she was the mistress of her husband and she didn't like her. I mean, what else did she need to know besides the fact that she was the other woman? I really don't think that Heather saw Shauna as someone who would try to and succeed in killing her. Now here's the thing, when a call went out to the Weld County Dispatch Center, the police were looking for, you know, Shauna, and uh, her husband being at the police department because he worked there. Ken was in a squad room and he was getting a brief or doing a brief, I'm not positive, but like doing cop stuff. While he's there, he hears this announcement that his wife is actually wanted as a murder suspect. Immediately, him and his partner get in their car and they're just like, we gotta go find her, what the fuck is going on? So they rush to the house and as they're getting close to home, Ken sees Shauna behind the wheel of his personal truck. She's just driving, no problem, up the street, just like enjoying a day. They stop the car and he immediately jumps out of his car and blocks her. Like, it was like, you're, you're gonna have to hit me if you wanna continue going, okay? Mm-mm, you better stop. 
because I know you don't mind killing. Even though she did just kill somebody, she didn't want to kill Ken, so she stops and he's like, get out of the car, get out of the fucking car! Like, he's literally very pissed off, telling her, like, not even telling, he is screaming at her, even yelling, what have you done? Like, he is losing his shit in the street. He then takes his own wife into custody. While she's, you know, being questioned, you want to know what they find? The Grim Reaper mask right there underneath the seat in the truck that she was driving, which was her husband's truck. And you know what that means? She has a plan. Let's see how well it works out for her. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Not very. In a lot of cases, we have to build some rapport with somebody we don't know, that they don't know us. That was out the window in this situation. I had worked with her since 1997. Um, so we're 10 years on the job together at this point. I need to talk to you about some some explanation here of what happened to me. This isn't, this isn't you. I know I've known you. I've known you well enough to not think twice about putting my kids in your care, not putting any of my life in your care on the streets. I know. I've had a trusting relationship with you, and I know, and I know who you are and what you're about, and, and whatever happened tonight is not Shauna Nelson that I know. What I, what I have to have, I have from you is, is some dialogue here. I have some explanation as to what happened. I don't know what. I don't know what to say. In an interrogation that most people will, will eventually confess. Uh, or they will make up a lie and then the detective confronts them. And she didn't do that. She had the, the wherewithal to, uh, to just not say anything. When investigators begin questioning Shauna, she denies any knowledge of Heather's death. What? Oh my god. No, that is horrible. I wonder who did it. She said she had actually just taken Ken's truck to the liquor store because she wanted to buy some wine. Following her interrogation, she was arrested and charged with first-degree murder. Police immediately began interviewing her friends and associates, most of whom had worked for the Greeley Police Department and Weld County Sheriff's Office. Among those who were interviewed was Shauna's best friend, Michelle. I mentioned her way, way, way earlier. Now, Michelle denied that she didn't know anything about the shooting and that Shauna had no animosity towards Heather. The detectives were like, okay, yeah, we believe you because they didn't believe her at all. Let's fast forward to November of 2007. Just before Shauna's trial is set to begin, police arrest Michelle Moore and they charge her with conspiracy to commit murder, along with criminal attempt to commit first-degree murder. Michelle immediately agrees to tell police everything that she knew. According to court documents, Michelle said that her and Shauna had a discussion. This is when they spoke about leaving misleading evidence at the scene. You know, something that would contain someone else's DNA. Because Michelle decided to go ahead and share everything she knew, and she sang like a canary. This caused Shauna's murder trial to be pushed back until 2008. 
Her trial began February 21st of 2008. The prosecution let it be known that ultimately they had 40 witnesses to put on stand and they had 120 exhibits of evidence. Of course, most damning would be the testimony of Shauna's best friend, I'm sorry, former best friend, Michelle. After all, Michelle helped Shauna by coaching her on how she could get away with murder and pin it on somebody else. This is when it all came out that Shauna was basically planning to frame her husband, Ken, for the murder of Heather. At the time of the arrest, she was driving his truck. She was also wearing clothes of his, as well as wearing men's shoes. She was also wearing his underwear, his socks, his baseball cap, you know, all kinds of like things of his. No one could really understand why other than she was definitely trying to frame him. I wear my partner's clothes like when I'm dating someone, but Shauna didn't do that, like, ever. So this was completely intentional. What did you tell your daughter? Victoria was left outside in the patrol car. As soon as I found out, I left the trauma room. I grabbed Victoria from the car. I said, Victoria, mommy's dead. Ignacio Garris was a philanderer. He cheated on his wife, so the jury wasn't going to particularly like him, and quite frankly, I didn't care. Let's talk about Shauna Nelson. Yes. At some point in time, did the two of you begin an affair? Yes. Do you remember uh, approximately how long before the murder this affair began? I believe just under three years. At some point in time, did she become pregnant with your child? Yes. Shauna Nelson actually became pregnant twice, and the first time had an abortion, and then the second time she had the baby, and her husband, Ken Nelson, agreed to raise the child. This was one of the worst kept secrets in the community, and really the only person who uh, was unaware when a lot of this was happening was, unfortunately, Heather. When Shauna did finally take the stand, you know, in her own defense, she alleged her own big drop of a bombshell. She said that her and Michelle were in fact lovers. She then went on and said that Michelle's testimony was nothing but revenge, all because Shauna had actually broken it off with her. Quote, I was driving Michelle home and I told her I could no longer have a sexual relationship with her. I still loved her and I wanted to be friends, but I couldn't keep lying to Ken. She then claimed that Michelle was very, very upset. Michelle testified that they had in fact never had a sexual relationship. As for her involvement with the murder of Heather, Shauna maintained that she knew nothing about it. Okay, Shauna. <laughs> okay. In March of 2008, after about a day of deliberating, the jury announced that they had in fact reached a verdict. What do you guys think it was? Hmm? Well, they did agree that Shauna was guilty of murder in the first degree. She was almost immediately given the maximum sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole. And also, Michelle was sentenced to nine years in jail and three years of a mandatory parole. Since all that, she has been released. Naturally, Ken would actually later on go and divorce Shauna and raise their three children out of state. Ignacio! 
so sorry. Just wanted to do it one more time before the end of the episode. Ignacio ended up resigning from Grigui Police Department and moved to Florida. Because, of course he did. Now, Shauna has gone on to say, quote, somebody did a really good job of framing me. You're right, Shauna. They did. Because it was you. And so she killed him, ladies and gentlemen. That's what this case is about. Heather Garris being too faithful. I was cognizant of the fact that this case was so sort of tawdry. I did not want the jury to go down rabbit holes about who was sleeping with whom. I wanted them to focus on the one true innocent victim, Heather Garris. When Heather Garris was on her knees looking up into that mask of the Grim Reaper, she knew, ladies and gentlemen, she knew who was behind the mask. She knew it was the defendant. She knew she hadn't ruined anybody's life, but she knew the only person who believed that she had was the defendant. And the defendant said, you ruined my life. And in the split seconds that Heather Harris had to remain on this earth, she knew that she was going to be murdered by the defendant. And the evidence shows, ladies and gentlemen, that Heather Garris was right. There it is. The insane, twisted love triangle of Shauna Nelson and Ignacio and Heather Garris. Of course, Heather really had no idea that she was involved in such a mess for so long. And by the time she even knew what was going on, it was too late. Shauna wanted Ignacio, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, to herself. And she would stop at nothing to guarantee it. And that meant taking the life of Heather Garris. Listen, okay, I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life. Do whatever you want, baby. But here's a warning. If you decide to cheat on your partner, you first and foremost are a real piece of shit. Seriously, I've told people that I know in my life these exact words. You cheated on someone. You're fucking trash, man. That's horrific. Do you know what that does to people? I actually said that to my recent ex because he cheated on not just me, but others. <laughs> it's horrific. And I don't think that people understand, especially if they cheat, they feel as though they've done really no wrong because apparently, like, they were missing something in their relationship, so they went to somebody else. Instead of going to their partner and giving their partner a chance to bring what's missing for them. Eh. I guess you can't really do anything with trash except for take it out. And sadly, Shauna, instead of letting go of Ignacio, decided, mm, I'm gonna kill Heather. Even when Shauna's very own husband took her back after cheating and getting pregnant by her lover. Some people really don't deserve forgiveness. Especially if you're one of those people that would never do the things that they would. Because you would never be in the position to ask them for the same forgiveness. Remember everyone, we all have boundaries. If someone crosses them, cut those bitches out of your life. Immediately, no ifs, ands, or buts. For a while, it may seem like a, a lonely road, but eventually the crowd that surrounds you only want what's best for you. And to my tribe, all of you, I love you. I only want what's best for you, and I know the same is from you for me. 
So, with all that said, out of such a heinous, heinous tale, I want to leave you with positivity and love. Stay faithful, unless, you know, you're in a relationship where it's openly okay. Do your thing, I don't give two shits, do whatever you want to do. You get laid, you get yours. Just make sure your partner and you are on the same page. Because, you know, I kind of want you to end up safe. I don't ever want someone to put a bullet in your head, as grim as that sounds. I mean it. I look forward to talking to you next week on another episode of What the Actual F. Stay safe, guys. Love you. Keep it in your pants. <laughs> Bye!